So you've managed to create your dream life, but you're beginning to notice that something is still missing. You have the career, you got the bag, but now you don't have anyone to share it with romantically. You've tried the dating apps, but you're noticing you keep getting the same outcome. Men find you attractive, but for some reason, they never commit to making you their wife. Becoming a wife takes more than just a pretty face and a home-cooked meal. You've got to heal your traumas, learn to communicate effectively, and embody feminine energy. On this podcast, I'm helping you look deeper than just using external tactics to find a man. Hi, I'm Delencia, a dating and confidence coach for women of color. Hang with me, and I'll put you on the path to becoming wifey material. Let's do this. Hey, wifey, happy Thursday. I am so glad that you're here for another episode. As always, I just want to thank you for learning and investing in yourself because this is the foundation of you creating the life that you have always dreamed of with the love of your life included. So I'm excited for this episode. It's going to be a good one. Might even be a longer one than you're probably used to from my end over here. I am not very long winded. I tend to try to get straight to the point, but I'm talking all about my journey today and the ups, the downs, the lessons that I've learned. And so I don't want to leave anything out. I want to be real and honest with you. So just kind of be prepared for that if you're used to my like 10 to 20 minute episodes, but we'll see. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll fly through it. Um, on another note though, before we drive, dive into everything, I do want to shout out glowing brightly. She left a, a review on the podcast, letting me know that she was loving it and that she was subscribed. And so I would love for you guys out there. If you were loving the podcast, if you're sharing it with your friends, if you think it's great, you're learning something from it, definitely go on and leave a review and let me know. And I will shout you out here because I'm so, so thankful for all of you that tune in each and every week to learn more about how to become wifey material and ultimately attract the soulmate love that you want into your life because that's something special that I have done for myself and I want you to be able to share in that dream with me for in your own way so that you can have that in your life. So thank you. I love you. I would be nothing in terms of what I do um, as a coach without you guys, I'm here for you to support you, to love on you and to help you grow throughout your own personal journey. So again, much love to you all. And also just want to throw it out there. I've been having so many different conversations with you guys and the DMS on Instagram and on TikTok, just about what it is that is going through your mind, what is going on in your relationships, what you're struggling with, where you're succeeding. Some of y'all are even coming back saying like, oh, I tried this thing that you talked about in your video. It's worked for me and y'all are so thankful. So don't hesitate to reach out to me, to talk to me. I don't bite, I promise. And if you're thinking the types of things that you are dealing with inside of your relationship, your dating journey or lack thereof, needs to go a bit further than maybe what we can do back and forth in the DMs and you want that deeper amount of support, definitely go to my show notes and apply for my one-on-one coaching program, Align to Love. This is the space where you're going to commit for 12 months to becoming the best version of yourself, becoming wifey material, learning all about feminine energy and healthy communication skills and all of the tactical, practical things that you can do to improve your dating life so that by the end of the whole process, you are walking hand in hand with your future husband. 
I've had so many great success stories inside of my program. Clients that were coming into the program didn't feel ready at all, leaving with their boyfriend who they are seriously committed to. It's a healthy relationship and they are actively talking about marriage and what that looks like for them in the future. Clients who were just coming out of relationships that were maybe some of the only big relationships they've had in the past and learning how to heal and to get to know themselves and and how to get back out there in the dating world and then also coming out of the program in a healthy, happy relationship, talking about getting engaged and all of those sorts of things. So if you want those kind of results for your love life and you know that I probably can't answer all of your dating and relationship questions in a sentence or two, then I encourage you to join Align to Love. I'd love to have you and to walk with you over the next year to becoming wifey material and having your soulmate love in your life in the next six to 12 months. Okay, so let's get into this. Let's get raw. Let's get real. Let's talk about my journey in personally becoming wifey material and attracting a soulmate love. I know a lot of you feel like maybe the situation that you're in, you're all alone, or you feel like you know so many people that are in your situation that it feels a bit impossible to imagine a different reality. And so I hope that through you hearing about what I went through and the lessons that I learned along the way, you can glean some hope, you can glean some knowledge, some inspiration, whatever it is that you need. That's what I hope you walk away from this episode with. Okay. Now I'm going to do a bit of backstory. We're going all the way back to high school and mainly I'm going that far back, not because I just think that those relationships or lack thereof were so profound, but because it really speaks to where my mindset was throughout the dating process. Um, For me personally, I wasn't the girl that ended up in a deep, long-term, committed relationship with her high school sweetheart. That wasn't my story. And so a lot of the things that I learned, unfortunately, in high school really painted a picture for how my experience evolved over the course of, you know, however long that was, 10 years, 15, I don't know. I graduated high school in 2011. So however long ago that is, I've lost track. And I don't want to say it's depressing to think about how long ago I was in high school because it's not depressing at all. That doesn't bother me, but it, it does surprise me how long ago it was. Like, I don't know how many of you out there are moving into your late twenties and thirties. And you're like, dang, I really was in high school that long ago. That much time has passed because it feels like yesterday. It feels like two weeks ago I was, you know, in school with all my friends and things like that. And, and now here we are. Some of them have, or married some of them have babies some of them have multiple babies like it's crazy to think how much life has changed and where people have gotten to now this all this time later as compared to what seems like yesterday so for me in high school my very first boyfriend that i had um ended up breaking up with me because he said that he wanted to go back dating white women And this was a black man, I guess a boy at the time, as we were young, probably, you know, 15 years old, something like that, 15, 16. Um, And so when that happened, that was when I first started to internalize this idea that 
if someone didn't want to be with me, it was because something was inherently wrong with me, whether that be something that I can or cannot change. And I, and I started to really think, you know, this is, this is why I don't have anyone right now because something is wrong with me. And at that time I was also very shy and still trying to figure out who I was. I kind of grew up in a pretty sheltered household. And so there was a lot of, or a lack of self-expression that happened within me. I did a lot of people pleasing, a lot of trying to, you know, make sure that I did whatever is right to be liked, to be accepted by my family, all of those different types of things. So it was a very, you know, transitional stage, probably like it was for a lot of people in high school. So when people do things that, you know, maybe we would hear now would feel not like not that big of a deal. It really like shifted my entire world when that happened back in high school. And again, in high school for me, dating didn't come easy. I didn't have a high school sweetheart, didn't live happily ever after with a high school sweetheart. And for the most part, I went to a school where all of the black men there didn't like black girls. There was a lot of talk about, you know, oh, black women all are like X, Y, and Z. And so that's why we don't like them. We just want to date white women. And so I struggled a lot trying to understand like what why was there something so wrong with me that none of them were even interested you know and so I had a few different short-lived relationships throughout high school um and you know they they were what they were they didn't last very long probably none longer than like two months you know how that goes those quick flings in high school I had a situation where I thought I was really getting I thought I really liked this guy. I found out he had a girlfriend and the whole school knew he had a girlfriend and I had no idea. So that was like another really kind of traumatic experience that I had. So needless to say, I was pretty much a hot mess, like at the very early stages of what I believe to be my love life. (laughs) Um, And then going into college, it wasn't much better, different, but not much better. So in college, I only really dated one guy and this one guy Funny enough, I met very early on in my college days because he was in a car with some family members, some cousins, something like that, going next to a car that I was in with some of my friends. And they rolled down the window and they're like, pull over, like meet us over here. Da, da, da. I, we were young. We were, that was, that was dumb. That was really dumb that we did that, but we did it. We pulled over, we met up with them, we hung out, um, this guy at the time told us that they were went to school in Lafayette, which is a city in Louisiana. I went to Louisiana State University, LSU. Um, so they they lived like 45 minutes away and they were town just visiting. And he told me he was like our age. Turns out he actually was like two years younger than me. So I was a freshman in college dating like a, a senior in high school. I mean, luckily he, he was <laughs> of age, of, of legal age. So nothing was an issue there. But um but it, even after I found that out, I still continue to date him, even though the foundation of our relationship happened to be a lie. And that just kind of shows you where my mindset was at. I was at a point where I'd gone through high school just really wanting love, just really hoping that I would be the girl that guys would like, that they would gravitate to so that I could build a happy little family of my own. And so pretty much 
it was the pattern throughout college that anyone who paid me attention, I wanted to get to know them because I just needed love. I was desperately hoping for someone to love me, to show that I mattered, that I was important, that I was worthy of love. My self-esteem was pretty shot throughout that time. But there are a lot of things that were positive in college for me. Um, And some of that happened to do with the fact that I was, you know, busy. I was growing. I was in a place where I was learning more about who I was and what I wanted out of life. It was a time where I also started mentoring women in my church about different things. So I was starting to, to figure out what I wanted to do for a career that was a very foundational stage in me becoming a coach, which I am so, so thankful for. Um, and But throughout that time, people didn't really pay me any attention. <laughs> um, and it kind of seemed like Throughout the college time, it just seemed like very hopeless for me in that moment. I st- this was around the time where I started to see people being with a person that they were going to marry and have children, and that was not the reality for me in college either. One significant thing, or a few really significant things actually, that happened for me throughout college that really shaped my dating experience, though, was part of the time I was really involved in a college ministry with a church that I attended where the college leaders really did a great job in bringing people from their college ministry kind of into their lives. I got to see a lot of behind the scenes of what went on in their families. I got to babysit for some of the kiddos and things like that and just really develop real intentional relationships with some of them. And so because of that, this was a time where I really got to see how families functioned, how husbands and wives functioned from a perspective that was different from the family that I had grown up in. And from that point on, I really had a much different perspective of, you know, husband roles, wife roles, how families should or could operate. There's a lot more possibility that was breathed into how I wanted my family to look going forward in the future. So I'm thankful for that. Um, also during that time, I did meet someone who I didn't think this then, but later on, I really considered them a soulmate of sorts because although they didn't play a significant role in my college experience, this person circled back around later on after my first engagement, and they played a really pivotal role into the type of woman that I became. Um, and so although we never dated, they were a person that I really think highly of and think that they they really shaped a lot of my, my self-worth, you know, going forward. So I'll get back to them, but I know you just heard me say that um, they circled back around after my first engagement. And yes, I have been engaged before. Rounding out the men that I dated just because they, you know, paid me any attention at all was this man. I won't say his name because it's not necessary. It doesn't matter. But literally in college or in high school, I had no self-esteem. In college, I was pretty busy with life and church. And I kind of knew I was great, but I just... I was waiting patiently for my turn at love. And so after I graduated college, I had just started um, as a flight attendant with an airline. Um, I was starting to have a lot of fun traveling and things like that. 
but I was getting back into that stage of desperation because I was watching other people start their families and I hadn't. And I truly believed that I was going to be the type of girl that got married right after college and started to have a family right away. Like, especially some of the families that I had gotten to observe throughout college. I just was like, oh, this is just the way people do it. And surely that will happen for me too. I just got to wait patiently. I was so patient in college. And then as, as college was ending, I was like, wow, why didn't that happen for me? Again, going back to the seeds that were planted back in high school, what's wrong with me? Why is this happening for everyone else? And it's not happening for me. So again, my self-esteem was plummeting. Um, but while I was with my ex-fiance, I began to realize that even being engaged, even though that felt like a win, it wasn't enough because throughout that relationship, there started to be some very clear signs that maybe this wasn't the person that was truly aligned with me and who I should be with long-term. And I wanted to stay in the relationship because I wanted love. I wanted kids. And this was someone who wanted that with me, but it just became very obvious that that love was not going to be enough. Wanting love, wanting marriage, wanting children was not going to be enough because we were not in alignment. And it just so happened that the day of our wedding um, in Houston, there was a hurricane. And so we had to cancel the wedding the day of. And at that moment, it was funny because I felt so relieved. I was like, oh my gosh, thank God this did not happen because the wedding was going to be a mess because I couldn't really ask anybody to help me with it because I was almost kind of embarrassed of what was going on with that situation. And I knew... I knew that something was off with it anyways, but I I was saved in that way. We called off the wedding. Technically, we just told everybody that it was postponed and that we were going to reschedule and we never did. Um, And that was for the better. And throughout that relationship, I really started to learn more about myself and what my standards were. My self-esteem grew throughout the relationship and I finally got to a point where I walked away. And after that relationship, I started to really fall in love with personal development and just started to create my dream life one baby step at a time as I figured everything out. I'd love to say that everything was perfect from there on out, but it absolutely wasn't. I went through a lot more heartbreak over the next three and a half years after that, but I also learned a lot of lessons that brought me to where I am now. Um, the first thing that I began to do after, after that relationship, after that engagement, was I began to figure out what I wanted my life to look like, and I started to understand what my values were, what my non-negotiables were, and what I enjoyed doing. Like, who was I? That was the stage of life that I was in. Before that, I really was trying to paint who I was by my relationship status. My you know, desire to be married and have kids was my entire personality. Um, but after that, I really started to do some soul searching and figuring out who I really was at my core. And this was also about the time where my soulmate, the one that I mentioned before, from college came back into the picture. 
And although we never dated, he pretty much served as my counselor and helped me see that I really was deserving of all that I had hoped for. He helped me really understand my own self-worth. We talked through a lot of things. We had a lot of similarities in our stories and so we really just understood each other and he really did play a pivotal role in me developing the kind of confidence that I have now and he also helped me understand that if I never found anyone I would be okay now I don't suggest that anyone fall into the trap of committing to being single because they think that, you know, all men are trash or anything like that, but I do believe that everyone has to get to the point where you would be okay with the idea of never finding anyone. Not because that's what you're choosing, but because that possibility does exist. And if you think that you're not going to survive if you're single forever, then dating becomes about survival. And if you're dating from survival, then you're staying stuck in desperation. And if you're desperate, you'll actually start to repel the men that you're hoping will save you from your impending reality. So you have to accept that you being single forever is a possibility while still being intentional with what you want out of your life. Once you accept that, you're free from that desperation because you're no longer making decisions out of the fact that you feel like in order to survive, you have to be in a relationship. Doesn't mean you don't want one, doesn't mean that's what you're choosing for yourself, but you have to know that you would be okay, that you would be able to figure things out, that you would have your own back in that situation. And as I continued on this kind of personal growth journey, I started to learn about mindset and subconscious beliefs. And it was really at this point that I started to understand how I was actually creating my own reality with the beliefs that I had that I didn't even realize I had. So if you do any sort of work with me in coaching, I'll talk a lot about subconscious beliefs. And these are not your conscious beliefs. Your conscious beliefs, that's what you know you believe. That's what you can easily pull for. But there's a lot of beliefs that you have that are lying under the surface that were formed through what you went through in childhood or as a teen that have kind of formed these core beliefs inside of your brain that you don't even notice are there, but they are absolutely impacting every decision that you make every action that you take and how you date, how you love, how you feel loved, all of it, your attachment style, it's all impacted by these. And so a lot of the things that we do in coaching is trying to bring all of that stuff up to the surface that you, so you have control over what is impacting your dating life. And it's not just, you know, these little beliefs that you didn't even know that you were believing. And as I learned more throughout my dating life, Um, my dating journey as I learned more um, about subconscious reliefs, about how to create my reality, how to call in what I wanted for my life. The quality of men that I attracted went up. I went from dating players who weren't ready for commitment to doctors who were actively dating for marriage, who actually liked me for me, who saw a future with me. But I noticed a pattern because this had happened before. Every time I entered into a new era of my dating life, I had a subconscious timeline for when I expected things to happen. So just like before, I started to move into being desperate again. And the quality of men that I was meeting had gone down. There I was, obsessed with a man who was just coming out of a divorce, who didn't even know if he wanted to get married again. And he told me this. But... 
I was at a point where I was like, oh my gosh, I've started dating great men, da, 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 but I really want to find the one. And these past few haven't been the one. And so I wanted that to happen. So I clicked into anxiety. I clicked into desperation. And he was telling me all of those red flag signs. And I, I kept sticking around because I wanted it to work so badly. And it didn't. But on my birthday in 2020, I decided that I was going to energetically release him in any hope that I had for us being together in the future. I was done. I sat on my bed. I practiced some mindset and some manifestation techniques that I had learned in the previous year through certifications and whatnot. And I felt literally, I kid you not, I felt a physical shift in my body. It had been like a weight had been lifted off of my shoulders. I knew that at that point, from that moment on, I was never going to be the same. My mindset was different. My being was different. How I approached things were different. Something clicked that had not clicked in the previous decade. So on that day, I started, or I vowed to start dating again because I knew that I'd meet my future husband in the next year. I was intentional with my timeline, but I was also detached enough to not be in a rush. If it took longer than what my intuition was telling me it was going to take, I was okay with that. My intuition was telling me, oh, this is happening this year, but if it takes two, three, four, five years, that's okay too. And I'm not going to be in a rush just to make it happen. Because I've also accepted the possibility of it not working out. And I was okay with that. I didn't choose it, but I was okay if that happened to be the reality that played out for me. And so during this time, I got really clear on what I needed from a man when it came to character and values. And then I let things like physical attributes fall to the bottom of my list as kind of nice to haves, but not neat to haves because I knew what was going to be important inside of a relationship. And I kind of stepped into this wheel seat energy as I prepared to meet people. So yes, I was intentional. Yes, I was going to put myself out there to meet people, but I didn't let myself believe that someone was the one until it was communicated that they intended to marry me. So up until that point, I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, I love this so much. I'm having fun. I'm getting to know someone, but we'll see. We'll see where it goes. And I didn't make it mean any more than that because I know that for myself, what I had done in the past and what I see with so many of my clients is you like fall or we, we fall head over heels the second someone shows interest. And I had to say, you know what? I like this person. They like me. Things are going well. I'm seeing green flags, but we'll see. They haven't communicated that this is going to marriage yet. So we'll see when we get to that point, then we can have different feelings about it. And then 24 hours later, I connected with my now boyfriend and we're planning for a fall wedding here in 2023, which is insane because I'm over here thinking like, oh, we'll see. Yes, I've met this person, but we'll see. I don't know. At some point during this year, I'm, I think it's going to happen. That's what my intuition is telling me. But you know, who knows? I was not expecting to meet him the very next day. But it did, and I'm excited to be with him now. But just because I had met him 24 hours later didn't mean that the work was over. Because I had learned that growth was just going to be a forever part of me, and that every stage of life was going to require me to grow more, to learn more about myself, to learn more about the person that I was with, and to develop a skill set that was going to make for a healthy long-term relationship. 
So up until that point, I did a lot of work on myself, but over the past two years, I also had to do a lot of homework on how to maintain a successful and healthy relationship. So I learned about masculine and feminine energy. I learned that relationships are never 50-50 and that they take both people to be all in in order for the relationship to work. I learned how to communicate effectively so that both people feel kind of loved and respected in the relationship. And above all else, I learned that in relationships, you'll never stop learning and growing. And so that really helped me inside of my relationship because even one of the things that my boyfriend tells me all the time now is that even if something was off or something needed to be fixed, one of the things that he loves about me is that I'm always growing, I'm always learning, and every day with me gets better and better and better and better. He was so fond of me when he first met me, but it just keeps getting better because I'm a person that is committed to growth. And that is one of the key things for becoming wifey material. You have to be committed to your growth. The work doesn't stop just because you think you found the one. So if you're ready to begin your own wifey material journey, I just want to kind of recap some of the key lessons that I learned along the way in my journey so that you can internalize them and you can start working on them along your own journey. Okay. So some of the things that I learned was to learn who you are and what you want. You should learn to be okay with the possibility of you being single forever while still intentionally dating and balancing those two. You should learn that who you attract is a direct reflection of what's going on with you internally. You should learn to stay detached until it's clear that the relationship is moving towards marriage. And you should learn to be committed to growth no matter what your relationship status is because your relationships require continuing education. Okay, my love. I hope that was super, super helpful for you. If it was, leave it in the reviews, send me a DM, letting me know, share this with a friend who's also on a journey. Hopefully there was some part of my story that you can relate to. And that gives you a bit of hope and knowing what to look forward to in the future. And also hopefully this serves as a bit of a guide to give you some direction about what it is that you need to do next inside of your own journey. And if you want that support, of course, head to my show notes, apply for one-on-one coaching. Align to Love is open for enrollment. And I would love, love, love to be your coach. And I hope that you have an amazing weekend ahead. We're headed into this spring season. The, the weather's getting warmer. Start planning your, your social life, your calendar. Get out the house. Meet people. Have fun. One of the things that I was just talking um, on a call with about, to one of my clients about was this idea that sometimes when you start intentionally dating, you start to put this pressure on yourself for it to just happen immediately. And as you're going out there, I know you've heard me talk about solo dates before, going out there and putting yourself in a position to meet new people, creating those opportunities. But know that if you just create the opportunities, you've done enough. Don't feel like if it didn't happen, if you don't meet someone every single time that you go out that you failed because you haven't. The The journey is not over until you say it's over, until you give up. And so there's always hope if you're willing to put in that effort and continue growing, continue learning and doing whatever it is that you need to do to be wifey material. 
and to be a great significant other, a great partner and love and crime and all the other things to the person that you will marry one day. So I love you so much. I hope you have an amazing rest of your weekend. I hope that you learned something from this and I will see you all next time. Bye.